The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray asked the question, should the WWE sign CM Punk? I give my take. Bully gives his in-depth take. He definitely don't want to miss it. Also, my Slim Jim LaGreca snaps. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. You know what I'm wondering? What? I'm wondering if Punk is actually going to be at Survivor Series and this whole stuff that's been circulating on social media about the WWE saying thanks but no thanks is just a ruse. I, well, I mean, I know this. I know we got a lot of things to talk about, especially with Monday Night Raw last night. But you bring up something interesting because that is like a lot of reports about CM Punk. And it's crazy how CM Punk bully, even when CM Punk was gone for the seven, eight years that he was gone. Everybody kept talking about CM Punk around Royal Rumble time, right? Is CM Punk going to come back? This is interesting. Because right now, Bully, would it be safe to say that just like in mainstream sports, that the WWE right now has a championship locker room? Like business is up, business a business you can make the claim has never been better. Like they're selling out every arena that they're in, whether it's SmackDown, Raw, or a pay-per-view. Merchandise sales are sky high. Like WWE is doing fantastic business. And I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the team concept and the locker room right now in the WWE. And just like a championship team in sports, if there is a star that you think can make your team better, but at the same time could cause a lot of chaos in your locker room, do you make that move? Is it worth taking a chance if you think it could cause chaos amongst your team? If if the person that you're speaking about, whether it's in pro sports, pro wrestling, across the board, is that toxic, then no, you don't want to bring them in. If they are going to, if there's more negatives and positives, no, you, you, you don't need that. And I'm not just talking about punk, because honestly, Dave, I have never shared a locker room with CM Punk. And I am brutally honest when it comes to my opinions 
about the business in general, about people in the wrestling business. I go by what my own eyes see and what my own eyes hear, my own ears hear, <clears throat> and my interaction with any talents or any fellow wrestlers at any given moment. I can't give you a, a, any type of answer as to is punk really the problem because I have never dealt with him. Mm -hmm. I've never been in a match with him. I've never been in a locker room with him where I've heard him deal with other talent. I've never just watched him amongst the boys. Zero. I have nothing to go by. So when it comes to punk, I would say it feels 60 40 60 negative 40 positive it sounds like the majority of the people go by his perception while i'll say maybe 40 percent or more the minority of the people go by the reality because i've heard plenty of people put him over and say he really tries to help he you know positive 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 but i can't sit here on this show and say you know what He's toxic. He doesn't belong in any locker room or, or say this guy is significantly misunderstood. Now, as a person who has been misunderstood at times, and as a person who has dealt with others who have been misunderstood at times, I can tell you that there, are a chance, there is a chance that Punk is a very misunderstood personality. And when you are brutally honest in the wrestling business, like I believe Punk is, a brutally honest person, you're normally in the ultra minority. And people don't know how to deal with brutally honest people in wrestling because this business has gone extremely soft. So... That brutal honesty, that eye contact, that in-your-face bravado, that 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 not bravado, that in-your-face um, uh, way of dealing with things, a lot of people are uncomfortable with, and I believe that's the way he does his business, and people can't handle it. I, I I'm gonna agree with a lot of what you said, bully, and again because I've only had very small interactions with CM Punk. I think in uh, almost 15 years that this show has been on the air, I've interviewed him three times, you know, in that 15 years I've, I've met him briefly, very briefly at an AEW event um, in Chicago. But I will say this, uh, Lars Fredrickson, who's a big fan of our show. And I can say is a friend and a good dude. They're best friends. So you, you have, you have somebody like Lars who, you know, has been on this show many times and I've been able to uh, interact with him outside of this show many times. And he's just an overall good dude. You know, he's best friends with Lars. Then you go to Mark Henry and Thunder Rosa, two people that have shared a locker room with CM Punk. Thunder and Mark can't say, give enough praise to CM Punk. So... So it's very hard and very difficult for me to go on the air. And, and, and I think even Mickey and Tommy are, are fans of CM Punk as well. So, you know, those are, Bully, those are people that I know. Those are people that I work with. Those are people that are friends with. It's just like you. When you say something to me, hey, I'm going to take it 
as as a friend and as a co-host and as a worker and as a person that I've known very closely for the last five years. There's a lot of weight to things that you say to me, bully, based on the on those reasons. It's the Is same that a fat thing. joke? Take it as you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but you know when a Lars says something, a Thunder says something, a Mark says something, a Mickey says something, and a Tommy says something. That carries a lot of value to me. I was going to say weight, but now I'm going to change it to value. That that carries a lot of value because nobody that I'm close with or that I've worked with closely has had a bad thing to say about CM Punk. And I think, Bully, something that you said is definitely a reality because I heard Mark Henry on, on Booker T's podcast because Booker asked him about CM Punk. And Mark's answer was very very similar to what you just said he said cm punk is old school and he has a lot of old school values and he was taught a certain way which he believes is the right way but it also he believes is the best way for business and the best way to make business even better so he stands by his principles he's a man of principles so when somebody comes at him, he's not going to do the politically correct thing. He's going to fight for what he believes in. And that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Bully, you and I, on the air, off-air things, we've, we've butted heads at times. We have argued at times. And that's what it is. It's an argument. You think one way, I think another way. We butt heads, we argue. But we have respect for one another. And so it ends at that argument. There's no animosity that carries over there because you believe, Bully, that what I'm, where I'm coming from is a place of genuine like love and passion. And it's the same thing for you. So there's that mutual respect there. I think one thing that may be lacking in pro wrestling more than, like you use the word soft. I'll go another word, and that is just respect or a lack of respect. Like, and I think there needs to be more of that. CM Punk is not somebody that is going to compromise his values or his ways of thinking. Now, you may think that's wrong or you may think that's right, but that's the way he conducts business. So if that's not the person you want in your locker room, because bully, there might be people think that's the, that's the, the exact person we need in our locker room because maybe we need to teach a lot of our locker room about respect. I, I don't know. I, it's it's an interesting question. That's for sure. There are there are people in this business. When I was younger in the industry, right, like even right before I went to me and Devon went to WWE, I was told that there are certain people in the WWE that you will never get along with, just based on my personality and their personality. I was I was told stay away from this person. You will not gel with them. You will butt heads at all times. And those people are the people that I became friends with immediately. The number one person that comes to mind, Billy Gunn. I was told Billy Gunn and you will not like each other. And you'll, you might even get into a fist fight. Do you know that Billy Gunn became my first friend in the WWE locker room? I believe it. And to this day, I am uh, 
very, very friendly with Billy. I love Billy so much that when I had to leave the Team 3D Academy in Florida because I relocated to the Northeast, I had Billy take over for me with Devon because I respect him so much. I like him so much. I trust him so much that I, I felt this is the right guy to fill my shoes. I've always had a great time with him. Do nothing but laugh with Billy Gunn. It, and when me and Billy Gunn get serious with one another, when it comes down to putting together a match, that intensity that we both bring to the table, it's just a mutual respect intensity. So if I'm sitting down with CM Punk, and I see this passion and intensity come out of him where I go, hey, punk, tackle, drop down, hip toss, arm drag, body slam. And he goes, Bubba, I'm not feeling it right there. I think we should go, you know, blah, 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 blah. All right. T tell me why. How does it make it better? Well, here's how. It's just intense conversation within wrestling. If that is what people are talking about, then they got it wrong, and he has it right. And, and that's the thing. I don't if know. If he's a genuine douche nozzle, different story. But I have not seen. I've never seen that. But I've only had two interactions with the person. And none of them were professional. They were both personal. And and much like we were just talking about our good buddy, Lars Frodrickson, from the ultra-cool band, Granted, that's right. I have a very good friend known as Sign Guy Dudley. We all know and love Sign Guy. Sign Guy now works behind the scenes with Impact Wrestling. Sign Guy and Punk have been friends forever. I Sign Guy is like one of my closest friends in this business since day one, since the day I stepped in ECW and didn't even have the Bubba name yet because he was a Dudley before I was. I trust this guy's word like it, to the to the max. And he tells me that Phil is salt, salt of the earth. I'm going to believe my friend. Well, I, I mean, yeah, because if you don't have that personal interaction on a daily basis, yeah, you're going to go with people that you trust. You know, you were just talking about Billy Gunn. We had the Godfather on our show yesterday, and if you missed it, it's available on the Busted Open podcast, and it's also available on our our new YouTube page, Bully. Um, he talked about The Undertaker, and he talked about when he first met him, they had nothing in common, and their first match together, like, it was, it, it didn't go well. It, it, it went bad. And they wound up being the closest and the, the best of friends. So some of those people that you feel like, hey, you're going to butt heads with, but why are you butting heads? Are you butting heads for personal reasons? Or are you butting heads because you're both passionate about the same thing? It's probably because you're both passionate about the same thing. And, you know, I brought this up before here, and I'm, I'm talking about Sirius XM. When I worked on NFL radio, I worked on NFL radio for 13 years. I worked, for a, I worked with a guy, Louis Gold, who's now the producer of Morning Men, that's here on Sirius XM on, on Mad Dog's channel. And, and Bully, him and I would butt heads all the time. We would argue all the time. I mean, I'm talking to the point where we are nose-to-nose, face-to-face, dropping F-bombs at each other. That's how angry we would get at each other. But 
we love each other. We're we're the closest of friends, but we didn't see eye to eye to certain things, and we were we were close enough and passionate enough that we would have those arguments. But then immediately after that argument, be like hug it out, be like it's all good. But we were we were very very passionate about what we were doing. And if you're thinking one way and the other person's thinking another way, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with arguing. There's nothing wrong with fighting. That's how you get your feelings out. It's better than they bottle it in and don't say anything at all and be like, well, I'm going to be nice here. I'm going to be polite and I'm not going to say anything. No, let your feelings out. If you feel enough respect for somebody and, uh, and comfortable enough with somebody, and I think in a lot of ways, Punk was like that. If he didn't like something, he didn't hold it in. He let it out. And a lot of people are afraid of somebody like that. No, let it out. Give me your yes. true feel. I want to know how you feel. The majority of the wrestling business is afraid of people like that. You know how I know? How? Because I'm one of those people. I'm one of those. I, I I've come up with this the, the 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 term now. Everybody has to have their Bubba moment with me. The Bubba moment is when you actually deal with me one on one in a personal setting or a professional setting, and you the light bulb goes off and you're like, wait a minute, everybody, everything that I heard about this guy is not true. And I've had so many people have their Bubba moment. When it is time to do business with me, you better bring your fucking A game. Otherwise, I'm going to eat your face. People know that. I am very, very passionate and very intense. I'm a lot more laid back now. I really am. But back, you know, in, in you know, when we were running hard. Very intense because I was a, a massive per perfectionist and I had a vision and I, and I knew what I had been taught over the years between right and wrong. I knew that there were guys smarter than me. I knew that if I was, I knew that if I was with my contemporaries, like if I was sitting down with a Christian or a, or a, a Jericho or edge that we had good spirited competition uh, conversations about everything. And we had a mutual respect for one another, but none of those guys would be like, Oh, Bubba, you know, this, or I wouldn't take it personally. Christians are full blown asshole when it comes to going over a match. I've never taken it personally because I know how uh, smart Christian is. This is why I choose the word soft. We're, we're, I always teach my students, we're in a business for men and women, not boys and girls. And you got to really think about that, Dave. Look, look at what the business was back in the day. There were men and women in this industry. Now we're letting boys and girls in. I don't believe that boys and girls should be allowed in. And when I say boys and girls, I'm not talking about their age, like 21, 22. I'm talking about their maturity level and how they've been broken into the business. We can go on about this for three hours. And I think people do enjoy hearing these conversations. I think it's an but, important conversation to have, Bully, because, listen, like, you're talking about a man's future. And I, and I think, like... 
listen, say what you want about CM Punk. Like, he just got uh, awarded at the Cauliflower Alley Club in August. And he talked about, he gave stories about Harley Race and about how he grew up. Like he said, and he, I think he even said it there or in an interview, he's like, I had Harley Race's respect, so I don't give a shit about anybody else. Like, Harley Race respected me. So if, if like, the AEW locker room doesn't respect me, oh, well. But Harley Race, one of the greatest of all time, respected me. Listen, Bully, you notice I'm a fucking headache, man. I am not easy to deal with. Like, you know, I, God bless Eddie Brasilli, our program director, who, like, all right, like, we got, like, the, uh, you know, the, the YouTube page, and we got, you know, Busted Open After Dark. So immediately after Busted Open After Dark, Bully, what, what did I do? I had, we had uh, Busted Open 24-7 trending right after the announcement was made for Busted Open After Dark. And Eddie called me, he's like, dude, like, Pump the brakes a little bit. We just got a dish. No, man. There are that, no brakes on no. our car. And listen, and that's where I, I, I'll, I'll admit I am difficult to deal with because, all right, we got the YouTube page going. Now I want 100,000 subscribers to the YouTube page. I'm not just happy. Like, am I happy that the YouTube page is going again? Absolutely. I'm very happy. Now let's fucking go. Now let's fucking go. Like, that's let's always go! been... That's always been my attitude. You don't get to be number one by having any other attitude than the attitude that I have when it comes to the show. Because, Bully, you know, nobody believed in me or this show. So I have trauma from that. So I am let's fucking go 24-7. Dude, Paul, our producer, has to deal with me 24 hours a day because I call him at 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Because if I have an idea, he's the first person I call. Bully, you and I, you know, full disclosure, how many times do we talk a fucking day, you and I? Three, four times a day we talk. Because we have that mindset. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that wouldn't be able to deal with it. Here's the thing, Bully. We could get into wrong timing, wrong place, whatever. Everything that CM Punk said in that in that media scrum after all out was a hundred percent true right or wrong what cm punk said was true when cm punk said it not the greatest of timing some would say yes some would say no fair enough you know right i mean we're let me let's put let's put the cards all out on the table bully were there rumors and innuendos about cm punk getting Cole Cabana fired from AEW or getting him demoted off the AEW roster. Much like you, I heard those rumors. Yes. And and where were they? They were all over the dirt sheets. The dirt sheets were talking about that 24-7, correct? Yes. Now, when what other opportunity, Bully, are you going to be in front of all of the dirt sheets at one time, at one moment? It was that media scrum right after All Out. All those people that were writing negative things about CM Punk. Now, let's, let's, let's face facts. It was proven from Tony Khan that it wasn't true. But that didn't stop all these quote-unquote reporters writing about it and accusing CM Punk. So what better time? And what better place to address those 
reports and rumors than when every single one of those people are in the same room. Now, again, I'm not saying that he was right in doing it, but I understand. I don't agree with it, it, but I understand. Excuse me. It did significantly take away from and overshadow the business of AEW. In my opinion, if he would have come out and said everything that he wanted to say at the end of that presser, that's that's totally fine. And I agree with you. I, I, again, I, I agree with it. I agree with you with what you just said, but I understand his frustration and his anger. Passion, and the it, passion of the moment caught up. His anger yes. and passion got the better, not even got the better of him, um, got a hold of him at that very moment. And he yeah. went after, listen, um, listen to what Christian did to that Nick Houseman guy at the last break. He tore him to shreds. I don't. Well, I don't know if we, I, I think it was Nick. It might have been somebody else. One of those other uh, uh, people from uh, from the dirt sheet. But Christian tore somebody to shreds. I don't think these dirt sheet writers fully understand. You're not professional wrestlers. You're not in the professional wrestling business, and pro wrestlers don't respect you. Period. CM Punk said it at the end of the media scrum before he got off his chair and walked away. He said, remember, we're people. We're not just characters you see on your TV. We're, We're actual people. So when you write something down, know that we have feelings and that we're people too. And we have families and we have loved ones and we have friends. And I think sometimes people forget that. A couple of weeks ago, listen, like I said at the beginning, just joking around with you, you know, is CM Punk really going to be at Survivor Series? Is it just a ruse? Are they throwing us off the scent? If CM Punk is not at Survivor Series and the WWE has absolutely no intentions of working with CM Punk, I would love to see CM Punk in Impact Wrestling. Do you let me ask you this? Do you think we're going to see CM Punk in the WWE? It's it's a very hard question to ask. If I had to bet a dollar, I'm going to say no because of what you said earlier. Things are too good right now. The locker room is very very happy right now. And even if there's a, a, um, a personal guarantee from Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, the other guy who owns Endeavor. What's his name again? Uh, uh, Ari. Ari, Ari okay. Emanuel. Emanuel. Let's say they all make personal guarantees <clears throat> on Punk and his behavior. You're still going to have a locker room walking around on eggshells because of what could potentially happen and i don't think the wwe wants that and how much revenue and how much interest and how many more seats are you going to sell i mean punk around punk with the right guy i mean past couple of weeks nakamura you using the gts just just a coincidence i don't know but nakamura and punk yeah I don't like. I don't know. Is that is that what we want to see? Not where we're not where uh, Nakamura is positioned right now. Absolutely not. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? 
Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Bully, and I want to get your take on this because I'm going to do this with as much constructive criticism as possible. But um, the commentary team yesterday, Kevin Patrick and Wade Barrett. And I'm a big fan of Wade Barrett. I think Wade Barrett does a phenomenal job. Kevin Patrick, I, I like Kevin Patrick, and I'm sure his family loves him too. But I think, Bully that the show last night took a hit without Michael Cole. And I think at this point, I'm going to put Michael Cole 1B when it comes to the greatest commentators of all time. Jim Ross is always going to be number one, WWE Hall of Famer. Jim Ross is always going to be my number one. And for the longest time, my 1B was Gordon Soley, but I think I might have to put Michael Cole in that position. And and listen, 
I could go on a rant. I could scream and yell. But I like Kevin Patrick a lot. And if I can give constructive criticism, it's like, dude, slow down, man. Every Not everything that's going on the ring 100% of the time is the most exciting thing that's going on in the ring 100% of all the time. First of all, I don't know why, but it seems like they have him doing commentary bully on a treadmill. It seems like when he's talking, he's completely out of breath. Like he's catching his breath every time he's making the simplest of calls. And I know there's certain keywords and taglines that you have to hit. You don't have to do it continuously through the match. Like I get it. It's for the championship. You don't have to continuously continuously say during the match the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships. You could just say for the titles, for the championship. You don't have to remind us every single time you're referring to it all the time. It just feels like Kevin Patrick is running 100 miles per hour the entire match. And he's screaming and he's... The excitement level is at 100 all the time, which makes those special moments seem less special because everything that's going on in the ring, according to your commentary, is extra special. It's not. It's not. You you raise your voice. You get loud. You get excited at certain you know, at certain peaks during the match. Like you always say, Bully, a match has a lot of peaks and valleys. It's like a roller coaster ride. You're not going down that big slope 100% of the time. You know, cool your engines, pal. Yeah, It's all right. It's all right to slow down. Please, for the love of God, do it. And I thought it took away from some of the matches last night on Monday Night Raw. Now, this is called your Slim Jim rant. It's No, it's the LaGreca snaps. Okay, so I would like to give that four and a half out of five snaps. Okay. Starting pretty big. Bully, I have been doing the show with you for over five years. I think it's closing in on six years now, Okay. I do a rant. You know this. I do my. I do the LaGreca snaps. I do my rant. Do I do my rants for three freaking hours during the show? The answer to that is no. Because if I did my rant for three hours or I did my rant every single day, then people would be like, you know what? I can't listen to this because it doesn't sound genuine. It doesn't sound natural. Dude, you know what? But, you're, you're, but. Go ahead. What if the zombies on 38 told you that they wanted your energy level to be at rant level for three hours? Can't do it. I say, no, you're not doing it. You can't. It's not going to happen. I can't. But what if your bosses are giving you that directive? All right. This is what I would say to my bosses. I would say to my boss, listen, and I would, told, I would take them by the tie Okay, I would take them by the tie and I would grab them and I would I say, listen here, Buster. 
all right? You don't know what you're talking about. The reason that you're sitting behind the desk is you can't do what I do for a living. If we if we put a microphone in front of your mouth, you know what? People would tune out after two minutes because you have zero personality and zero charisma. So sit in your chair, collect your paycheck. You know what? You're welcome. You're welcome for the paycheck that you get because it's off of my back because of what I do for a living and what I do on the show. That's your number one show. So sit on your fat behind, sit there at the desk, and keep your mouth shut and let me do what I do. Now, would and you, you say know what? Buster or Bucko? Yeah, Bucko. You know what? I would replace the Buster with Bucko. Now, I don't think anybody's saying that. To him, you know why? Because Michael Cole. Michael Cole is a great announcer. Why? Because he gets excited at the right times. He gives you a personal connection with the wrestlers. He's not yelling and screaming for the entire match. He doesn't sound like he's commentating while on a treadmill. Okay? He's not out of breath. Please, please, Kevin Patrick, I like you. You're a fan. You're part of the Sirius XM family. So this comes from the heart. Slow down, pal. Slow down. Understand what's going on. It's a story. The wrestlers are telling a story. Not everything is the final page of the final chapter of the book. You start out chapter number one, and you go to chapter 10, chapter 12, and then at the end, the climax of the book, the ending, that's when you get that super excited level. Big fan of the climax. Yes, you can't be. Yes, agreed. Am um, I wrong, Bull? Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're not wrong at all. It's all about the build, okay? And you can't be at the finish during the beginning. But let me ask you this: You were a big fan of Impact Wrestling back in the day, correct? Yes. How did you feel about Don West? I thought Don West sometimes could be a little bit much. Okay. So the, the the Kevin Patrick kid, same type of thing. It's always like, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. This is the greatest thing of all time. Oh, my God. What's going to happen next? Can't do that. And, he, and you also have to know your role as the play-by-play announcer as well. Like, you're setting up. Wade Barrett is the guy who's been in the ring. Wade Barrett's the expert. Wade Barrett's the guys that you you. Because then when you throw to Wade Barrett, Wade Barrett's not on that level the whole time. And I, and I noticed it took away from Wade Barrett last night, Bully, because when you're doing commentary with somebody that's always at 100, then you're trying to keep up. And I felt like Wade Barrett last night was a little off his game. And I understand why, because he's trying to keep up with Kevin Patrick. And it's impossible to do. I like Kevin Patrick as that third man on SmackDown. I like when he throws out things every once in a while. But when he's running the ship, I'm sorry, man. When you're, you're, you're driving at 100 miles an hour, you can't keep that pace the entire match and the entire show. And, I, and I'm being sincere because I love the man. He's a part of our SiriusXM family. Dude, you got to slow down. You got to slow down because I feel like there were times in the match when I needed you to be on 100, but since you've been on 100 the whole match, it took away from those special moments. I agree with you 100%. There you go. Thanks. Thanks, Bully. 
Yeah, I mean, you I, know, it's too, I, I am, uh, I am very much a fan of the Michael Cole Wade Barrett team at an ounce. Yes, and I think we have felt the same way about um, what's his name, Wade Barrett. No, the other guy who who, who uh, was on last night. Oh, uh, uh, Kevin Patrick. I think we felt the same way about Kevin Patrick from the beginning. Yes, I, he, he he's he's good. But it's, it's it's just for my taste, not what I want with an announcer. It's too. It's like he announces like spot fest guys wrestle. Spot, spot, spot. You know, big crash and burn, big dive, big flip, big this, big that. Whoa, slow it down a little bit. Agree. Slow it down so the bigger spot means more. Yeah, I. I... That's exactly what it is, and I'm surprised. And and that you said something interesting, bully, because you said about man, if what if there's somebody in his ear telling him to do that? I hope that's not the case, because if if somebody is doing telling him to do that, you're wrong. You're wrong because it takes away from the viewing. And when you're listening to him on commentary, take listen. I love Jason well, Patrick. I thought he was good in Lost Boys, but he needs to. He needs to slow down a little bit but nobody in his headset slowed him down last night so let's say that nobody is telling him to be on 10 at all times but he was on 10 for three hours last night nobody's in his ear going back it down a notch kid yeah so they must have liked what he did on announce well, but he, but you know what? He was only filling in for Michael Cole because he's no longer the play-by-play voice. That's why I'm talking about the higher-ups telling you what to do. I didn't mean to interrupt you. The higher-ups yeah. in your ear telling you what to do. You said, I hope there's nobody telling him to be on, you know, that rambunctious and lively. Well, he was, and nobody slowed him down. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I'm a fan. Kevin Patrick's a part of our SiriusXM family. Listen, for I'm talking as a fan. I'm not a commentator. I don't do play-by-play. But as somebody that's been in the radio business for a very long time, please slow it down. As a fan, you're running way too fast. LaGreca Snaps, which I do every Tuesday, is brought to you by Slim Jim. So make sure, please, for Bully's sake, for LaGreca's sake, for all of us, snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah! Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters 
both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.